Well, hello and welcome everyone to The Queer Experience. My name is Eric. I use today pronouns. Um, and today we have, uh, we've assembled a crew of, I was going to say Sailor Scouts, but that's not entirely accurate nah. because we're not all playing those types of characters. But we have a crew of magical anime girl or they's or he's, depending on how people created their characters. But we are playing <laughs> a fun, fun, fun game called Glitter Hearts today. Um, we are joined uh, by the author of Glitter Hearts himself, Greg Leatherman. Um, and then I've got an array of other players assembled who are going to join us. So we'll go down and introduce ourselves, tell us your name, pronouns, and any other fun thing you might want to tell us about yourself. And I will start with Greg. Hi, my name is Greg Leatherman. I use he, the, he him pronouns. Uh, I wrote a game called Glitter Hearts that you'll be experiencing soon. And my second game, The Mystery Business, is coming out this month of January. So nice that will I'm finishing that whole process, and hopefully I will have it in people's hands shortly. Nice. And then we'll kick it over to Matt. Uh, hi, I'm Matt Bruno Richardson. I use he/him pronouns, uh, and I'm also working on a very magical girl-inspired uh, project right now, uh, making a, a feature-length mermaid movie. So I'm very excited to be part of this. It's very up my alley. <laughs> and over to Future. Uh, hi, I'm Future. Pronouns he/him, and my favorite season of Pretty Cure is Heart Catch Pretty Cure. And Calamity. Hello, I'm Calamity, uh, pronoun she, they, and I am just so happy to be here. <laughs> and Vision. Hi, I'm Vision. Um, I use they, she pronouns. Um, and I am happy to be back yet again on the Queer XP. Vision is a seasoned regular who you may have heard from things like Legacy Life Among Us, our ongoing uh, mini adventure on the pod, um, and a lot of other ones. Um, Vision's been with us since the very beginning. So I think I did an episode with you, Vision, right? On the, yeah, 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 the um, gay stuff. The I pop culture one. I did one with you too, actually. So. Uh, a description that could literally mean any episode. Yeah, I, I really went for I went for broad and just encompassed literally all of it. So, all right. Well, so because we have the person who wrote the game, I get to do the fun thing of saying I'm going to hand the reins over to Greg, and I'm going to be a player for the rest of the game. So, Greg, the pod is yours. Uh, so the very th first thing we should do is everybody should actually introduce their characters because we need to establish the relationships between you all. That does that is an important part of this game. How you your relationship with the other characters comes into play quite a bit. Uh, so Eric, you go first because you're you put us in an order. So I'm going to go oh, this way. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll start. So I, what I'll do is I'll go down. I'll talk about my my. We've had a couple of different identity things that are important, and then a name, um, and a hero name because I have separate ones. So, um, so we have three different types of identity or three different components of our character: our everyday identity, our magical archetype, and our mystical connection. Um, my everyday identity is the goth. So I am your quintessential. I hung out at Hot Topic. This is not inspired by real life events in any way. Um, and then 
my magical archetype is the witch. Uh, my mystical connection is death, which has given me an undead minion, which will be a chinchilla that is made up of bones and no fur, and it just nestles on my shoulder. Um, and my character name is Steph. They use they them pronouns. And when I am transformed into my hero, I am the pale queen that uses she they pronouns. Uh, and then I'll, I'll kick it over to Vision and we'll work our way back. So Vision, who are you? Hi, I am playing Ari, they them pronouns, um, who is the loner, um, often off by themselves. Um, playing the archetype of the idol, or uh, one of the idols, and um, my mystical connection is the opposite of Eric's. It's life. <laughs> um, and when transformed, um, Ari goes by Bloom, also they, them pronouns. That's me next. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so I will be playing uh, Mallory, who uh, their everyday identity is the aloof, um, and their magical archetype is the defender, um, and their mystical connection is sadness. And uh, when they are transformed, I actually haven't thought of, of a name yet because I've been having a really hard time. I just thought of one, and I don't know if I like it yet, but I thought of Sweet Temper, so we'll see. We might go with that. <laughs> And do both of your characters use they, them pronouns? Oh, sorry. Uh, mine, she, uh, she, her. Okay. Cool. All right, Future, what do you got? All right. Um, for my character, uh, name of Clay goes by he, they pronouns. Everyday identity is the intellectual. But uh, when he transforms, he is a tactician and mystically connected to the element of metal, unlike all of you with your squishy emotions and life and stuff. <laughs> this is much more solid and dependable. Um, when transformed, he goes by Rook, he, they pronouns, and I'm going for a sort of chess scene for this character, so. And Matt. All right, in my first ever tabletop uh, experience, I am playing uh, Luca, he, him, pronouns, whose everyday identity is the popular one, actually not inspired by real events. <laughs> um, uh, he transforms into a hero named the Shining Sun, who is another idol, um, but fortunately with different moves, so that's good. Um, and my mystical connection is light. And also he, him, went in, in mystical yes. form? Okay. he, him, yeah, both. Uh, yeah, that is that is a feature of the game. People are like, "Oh, can we? Can everybody play the same archetype?" I'm like, "Look, all the Sailor Scouts are warriors. So if a show can do it, this game could do it. It's fine." Uh, all right. The next thing we need to do is figure out the relationships between you all. There are two choices that you can make. You are either in a cooperative relationship or a competitive relationship. And think of these in anime terms. So competitive means friendly rivals. You are always trying to one up the other person. You are still very much friends, um, but you compete against each other. The other way is cooperative. You are just always supporting them. You're always just helping each other out. You will choose this for each of the other characters, and you do not have to have the same relationship 
So if Steph is in a competitive relationship with Ari, Ari does not have to be in a competitive nation with Steph. Ari could see that as cooperative. It's how you view that with each other. Um, so it's be a little weird because you don't really know much about your other characters. So we're just going to kind of feel it out at the start. So who sort of wants to establish their relationships with the other characters first, competitive or cooperative? Uh, I'll say that my character um, tends to be kind of scrappy and ready to fight at any moment. Um, so they're pretty quick tempered. Uh, so if that helps anyone <laughs> one way or another, <laughs> that's, that's them, uh, as a defender, they'll defend anyone, you know, um, but like kind of an everyday form, uh, it can go either way. It can go either way, I think, depending on the person. So do you feel like all of Mallory's relationships are competitive like is it always are there's uh, always competition going on or is there anybody that you feel like except for this one person i think is like my cooperative person it's fine if they're all competitive like that no, is that is uh, i was actually thinking the opposite where most of them like these are the people that she gets along okay. with these are the people mm. that like she's pretty chill with and anyone messes with them she's mad mm. so Every, you 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 will feel cooperative relationship with everybody like this yeah. is the crew all right this is my crew i will make note all right who is next i can i can go through and do mine so okay. i feel like um i feel like the two idols i'm probably going to be a little competitive with because there's just something about like that persona of like i am in front like i am i want to be seen i want to like i am on a pedestal like mm, ah, ah. like i don't dislike any of them but i just like i always want to just show them up just a little bit but like in my own little way because my power that i took for the witch is hexing so like i feel like i just have a lot of fun with that uh hmm. where i'm just like slowly causing problems um and then i think i'll say that I feel like I probably vibe with Mallory. I feel like we like I feel like I would get okay. along with her in like a cooperative way where it's like we we've been there for each other. Like she, she's looked out for me, I've looked out for her. Um so I kind of get I feel like that would be a, a cooperative. And then so you feel competitive with uh Ari and Luca. Ari and Luca. And actually, I feel like I'm probably going to do that with Clay, too. I feel like I'm going to be competitive okay. three and cooperative with one. Perfect. Um, wow, okay. Someone's scrappy. <laughs> Listen, you all just don't get me the way that Mallory gets me. And like, That's, That is true. I, I've seen I, it. I, I, I feel think, it. I think Steph means we don't get stuff the way uh, Trent Reznor uh, lyrics. Not <laughs> <laughs> ah, Trent Reznor. <laughs> Um, I will say that I think um, Ari's the exact opposite. Ari's going to be cooperative with everyone, um, except, I think, Clay. I think there's going to be a competitive nature with the whole, like, 
metal solid thing and the squishy life thing. You know, it's like a little competitive thing. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking of having being competitive with Ari as well, just because I'm imagining us maybe thrown together in a group project or something, and just being like, we our styles do not work together, but we have to get this, you know, project done in some way, shape, or form. So God help us, I will drag us both across the finish line. <laughs> yes, and and Aww. and. Clay will have to drag Ari across the finish oh, yeah. line because Ari will just sit there and be like, I'm just going to keep thinking and dreaming. Oh, God. <laughs> real me anxiety. Uh, all right. So, Clay, uh, if we establish a competitive relationship with Ari, what about the other friends assembled? I mean, I, I would feel mostly cooperative for everyone else, but okay. Clay is definitely more of a... As long as everything is running smoothly, he's pretty chill. It's just he doesn't tend to do well with surprises or crises. <laughs> oh, um, well. It's, he's very much the person who has, like, a um, one of those window-breaking tools in his car, mm. along with, like, a credit card-shaped, like, multi-tool in his wallet, because just in case, it comes in handy. You never know. 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 Emergency seatbelt. You're out in the window. You don't drown in a river. Look at that. Everyone said I was I was foolish for having it in my car. (laughs) And boy, were they wrong. I used it once. Uh, All right, that brings us to Luca. Yes. Um, All right. So right off the bat, I feel like I'm competitive with Ari because I want to be the idol, not both of us. I also am probably competitive with Steph because uh, our our aesthetics just clash. Why, mm-hmm. you know, like, I just don't get it. I don't understand Hot Topic. Why? Um, but there are other colors. <laughs> um, that is wrong. Don't give Fundamentally, me that black that is, is all colors garbage. <laughs> if you can't see them, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and I certainly do enjoy other colors. All of the other colors. Um, Mallory, I appreciate that we are the group that uh, she gets along with, so I, I'm com- cooperative with them. And uh, Clay, I'm impressed by your intellect because I'm a sort of dumb. So uh, I I also am collaborative with you. All right. So I have that all marked down on mine. Uh, if you want to mark it on your sheets, you can, but I have it on mine because that'll happen when we come to things. All right. Next thing, you are a magical hero group, and of course, all magical hero groups have a transformation sequence. However, that transformation sequence comes with one of these drawbacks, and you as a group have to pick which is your drawback. One, you have to have some sort of mystical item that allows you to transform. Or, two, the transformation process is very noticeable and it will attract attention if you are not careful. Or three, the transformation process takes a few minutes. There are a lot of details to get right and the world's not going to wait for you to get those details right. Or four, your final forms look exactly like you and there's just not going to be a way to keep that secret people are going to know it's you so you you as a group to decide of which of those four is your group's drawback 
I feel like I'm partial to the everyone's going to notice because we caused a scene. I mean, that is the big joke with like magical girl shows is just like, what are the villains doing while they're all transforming? <laughs> it's like 20 minutes and so sparkly and bright. Um, but uh, I do love the idea of having to go all like Clark Kent and find a phone booth before you can fight the evildoer. What's a, what's a like... phone booth? <laughs> I love the idea of like, ah, there's evil. Quick, I gotta find a closet to transform it. <laughs> Speaking as someone who's chronically ADHD, I like the idea of having or having to keep the important item on hand because I may have spent 20 minutes this morning looking for my cell phone that I put down and then just my eyes just glazed over it. <laughs> so just the thing, the idea of, oh my god, where is my mystical chess piece? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then finally finding at the right dramatic moment. I could be down with a magic item. Flamity, uh, any thoughts? Um, mine was between the uh, big transformation, because I just think that's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, also the item, because uh, Mallory, like me, is going to be very ADHD. So <laughs> I can see them losing an item <laughs> very quickly. All right, we have equal votes. Which uh -huh. which do you want to go for? Item or super flashy? I can go. I'm good with item. I, was, I feel like yeah. item was, was well received. Okay. Other folks? Yeah. I'm good with item. Good I item. have ideas already. Okay. So uh, each of you are going to decide. So are all your magical items themed together or did you all get a separate unique thing that 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 resonated with you and you're like oh i found the chess piece or i found this fan and then i suddenly came into power hmm i mean aesthetically we are all kind of a uh, pick and mix bag so um Maybe we all just kind of found them. We, would, like uh, we have our own, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because like I was trying to find like a thread for like how we could tie them all together. Um, but I also like the idea of it just being like a, a magical girl Avengers of just like we're from completely <laughs> different stories and we're all together now. <laughs> all right, so you all can think of what your item is. Uh, take a moment. Because the next big decision that you will make as a group is every hero group has a mystical creature from somewhere that helps them. So as a group, who is your mystical creature? What is it? Now, this can be anything. I've had squirrels. I've had cell phones. I've had animated computer screens. Runs the There is nothing off the table. Who is your little friend? I mean, I immediately think it would be funny if we had a live chinchilla that was just like in a feud with <laughs> Steph's evil, not evil, dead chinchilla. Um, but obviously it's like a magical girl chinchilla. So like it can speak and is probably like the ruler of a, another kingdom in a different dimension that like needed help. <laughs> Rainbow chinchilla. Oh. oh my gosh. 
its tail is it, the tail is a literal rainbow like it's a big Aww. fluffy rainbow and like it leaves a trail wherever it's going so you can almost like tron where you can kind of see the light that it is as it like jumps from tree to tree i feel like it probably stays with luca a lot too like oh rainbow that makes sense yeah <laughs> it doesn't stay with me it gets very uncomfortable <laughs> he is very sad wait do we all just take it home on weekends like our class hamster See, like like the class pet, we all get like yep. a weekend yep. with it. Class pet. <laughs> well, because also if we're in college, we can't have pets in the dorm, so we have to like keep moving it around so that like to throw off the RAs. My immediate res life side was like, no, we just register it as an emotional support animal. It's fine. That too. Maybe we're doing the paperwork for that, and it's not ready. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> there we go. There has to be a floor vote first. <laughs> I like, a, I mean, it's tied to my character, so I like it, but I will leave it up to everyone else if that feels good for our mystical creature. Sorry, I'm just laughing and thinking about us trying to pet the cute chinchilla and being like, excuse me, I'm 30, like, don't, like. <laughs> I'm 3,000 years old. I do <laughs> exactly. not want, I do not want belly, oh, wait, no, I do. I do like <laughs> scratches. Exactly. Oh, it feels good. See, see, you get the vibe I'm going for. All right, all right, so we all we are all good with a uh, rainbow chinchilla. Mm -hmm. uh, since this is technically my character, uh, I will. Uh, oh, you know, sometimes Google images of rainbow chinchillas really does pay off. <laughs> oh my god, you cute. probably found the same things I just found. Uh -huh. uh, anyways, uh, the rainbow chinchilla's name is Narn Furson. Narn. Steve. Narn. Yeah, Narn for short, so I'm not going to remember everything yeah. else. This is a good Google search. It is a good this Google is a search. This is a delightful <laughs> Google search. Uh, thank you for this. Everyone yeah. listening to the podcast, pull up your phone <laughs> and type in Rainbow pause. Chinchilla. Just do it. It Put will bring you joy. Go and uh, look it up. Experience the joy that we all have. Uh, okay, so we have everything set. We have our relationships with each other. We have uh, everybody has a magical item that they have to have to be able to transform. Uh, you will, when you transform, you will uh, at that point talk about what your outfit looks like, but we aren't there yet because we are focusing in, the camera is swooping in on Millennium College, the college that you all go to in the middle of America, where don't worry about it. It's the middle somewhere. Just it's in there. Uh, surrounded by the wonderful college town uh, Millennium Village. Uh, how long do you think you all have been friends? Is this like we all knew each other or this event happened and suddenly we're all just still getting to know each other? There was one hell of an icebreaker at a freshman <laughs> orientation. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like when it's still fresh, especially when playing with some folks I, I haven't played with before. It's a great way to kind of um, integrate some life into the uh, role play. Uh, I'm done with I the, like that. Agreed. Yeah, little freshman orientation. Mm -hmm. We went to the the social activity one night and started talking and realized that we were all magical girls. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're never gonna believe this. <laughs> we I all have these this. like really sparkly items, and they're really special. And also, <laughs> there's so many chinchillas here now. <laughs> chinchillas everywhere. Well, I mean, do magical girls work like stand users, where they're just naturally drawn to each other? Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, in general, probably you all. Uh, were initially talked to by a, a magical talking rainbow chinchilla, which was most likely an unusual event. Uh, <laughs> and then there was a more unusual event where you had to come together and transform. Uh, and so we are post that event. Where do you all meet on campus? Like, this is not probably something you openly talk about. Ooh. Like a like a secret base or just like a fun little hangout. Spot? Just like a fun little. It could be it could be either or. It could be a uh, we have put on the list that this room is always closed and that's where we go. Or <laughs> it could be a cafe that you all hang out in or whatever you wish. Where do you kind of gather together uh, to sort of work out what your next steps are? I Rain was like. Oh, I had an idea of the the unpopular study room in the basement of the library because no one ever actually wants to go there and anyone asks, we're going to the library. Like it's a val it's a valid reason. No one's lone flying. But also, you know. I was gonna suggest like a like we were gonna like we hang out at like the, the LGBTQ house because no one would question us just talking about magic girl things. <laughs> And why we have a stuffed rainbow chinchilla, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a fried chinchilla. <laughs> it's rainbow. It's yeah. not alive. It can't talk. We promise. <laughs> this immediately makes me want it to be like, uh, this is, again, a deep cup, a pretty guardian, the live action Sailor Moon, where the cats are just talking stuffed animals. <laughs> hey, they made that budget work. Oh, and uh, it, it worked. I love I'm good, it. I'm good with, I'm also good with the library too, but that was my first thought was like a, like a queer space of some sort because you could just get away with stuff there. I think that works for, for the pod. Yeah. Uh, so is this a on-campus queer space or off-campus? Like, is it a place in town or is it a place that you've sort of taken over on campus? Go over somebody else, you calamity or vision. I feel like I don't know, I'm picturing like in this like basement room, like the storage room of like a cafe or something, like underground. And we're just like, oh, we're just going to this cafe, and I don't know, maybe the owner's in on it or something, or they just really like us and they let us go down there and like hang out or something. They've that that a, was my first thought. They've that got does... a like DEI intern that comes by like 10 hours a week, and we were like. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> and they're just always like i don't know why these five are always here they're the only five people that hang out in the space we need them they're the only ones who buy anything <laughs> so I, I like the i like the queer space being like a basically it's like a small cafe in the lower level of like like the cafeteria mm. building it's got the one loan like it's got the progressive pride flag up and like Everyone else is kind of like, whatever, we don't need this face. And we're all like, yeah, we're here with our rainbow chinchilla. Don't and our rainbow questions. chinchilla. Wait, is this the alcohol-free uh, queer space where like, people, where, like adults without yes. friends go to meet? Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, 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 so we've, you've requisited, you have taken oh, over a room gosh. below the cafeteria on campus. Uh, mostly probably because you petitioned the school and they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, of course we've made space. 
of course it's here <laughs> they slapped a sign up and gave Beautiful. one of you the keys there uh fyi there's no budget so bye no budget means you get to be creative with our food mm-hmm. choices uh all right so you will uh it is the it is tuesday after the new year everybody has returned to college from from being on break uh who amongst you stayed on campus and who amongst you had left and are returning to campus did all of you are all of you like i'm now at college and this is where i live for the next years or some of you had to return home or i think my parents are going through a messy divorce so i decided to stay on campus okay I'm going to go with the, I am learning to value my independence, but also a month of laundry and home cooking. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'd say Mallory, Mallory went home okay. to, to hang out with her dad, who was a single dad and raised her. Ari definitely stayed on campus. Ari is forever in their room. <laughs> <laughs> This is where they live now and forever. And I think Steph, Steph would have also stayed. Okay. Uh, so some of you hung out over the break, uh, but you're all returning and meeting back uh, in the queer space. Uh, you are you are down in the cafeteria, cafeteria. You can smell the food being made upstairs. It's It's a mixed bag. It's not awful. It's not great either. Uh, and Narn is pacing around the room, looking at you all. It's time for you to figure out what Queen Sneer's next moves are going to be. One defeat does not free our universe. We need to figure out what happens next. And some of you left? You just left for like a month? What is that? But I brought you fudge. I appreciate it. I'm pretty sure it won't kill me. Um, but I didn't think I'm just that. I'm just taking nibbles. Uh, I get a little zoomy sometimes, so I'm really maybe I'm you need really a lactate. Through it, I can get you a lactate. Let me see. Let me see if I can find one. Oh, lactate. Okay, I think you said lactate. I was like, whoa, <laughs> lactate, lactate. <laughs> well, look, uh, Narn. Uh, humans around the time of the winter solstice like to celebrate and congregate with their loved ones and exchange presents in a sort of way to get through the coldest, darkest part of the year. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry we didn't inform you of that, but um, Mm -hmm. would a hastily whittled chew stick do wonders for your mood? I mean, it's not hurting the mood. I'm not going to give in completely yet because I still have not heard any solid ideas about how we're defeating Queen Sneer. But I can chew on it and, you know, just spitball ideas. Just fire them out. Who's next? Let me, Narn, where, where, where is she? Because we could just go and, you know, I don't know, probably... Mallory, Mallory could probably just like punch her in the face. Mallory's good at defending people. Oh, I plan to. 
That is all. I mean, that's a solid start. You ask the most important question, where is she? And where is she indeed? I don't know. That's more going to be on on your heads to like find out what the next scheme is. Um, okay. Well, I can fly, so I could transform and try to fly around and figure out where they are if they have like a, you know, a not at all subtle secret base somewhere. I mean, um, flying around wouldn't that tend to draw too much attention? I like I attention. Yes, but some of us don't need our faces plastered across the evening news. Even if I do wear a full full uh, face covering helmet. But that's besides the point. It's not we can say tactics. we're shooting a movie and I'm on a wire. Okay. Maybe if you fly indoors. Well, look, Queen Sneer goes after people who are going through a, going through a rough time emotionally, right? It strikes when they're down. Why don't we just go about our daily life and keep an eye out for people who, you know, seem like prime targets? We have the group chat, right? Y'all didn't like any of my memes, I'm just saying. Your memes are just inscrutable. Like, please. Like, They're what? Inscrutable. Like, like I, you can't read them? The humor, hmm, I'm not going to say anything about it because I like you. Oh, I like <laughs> you too. I gave them all the thumbs up emoji response. <laughs> that doesn't count and you know it. Doesn't count. But it looks like it counts. <laughs> That's a straight man's way of replying to a message. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. My favorite part about that is if you don't have the similar tech, you just get a message. So and so likes this message. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So wait, so Narn, do we do like where did we last see Queenie? Like I look. I don't remember. It was a month ago. You're asking me to like keep facts and figures. You know, it's enough hmm. that I so wait, Narn, what were you doing during this uh this break? Um, well, Did you one, get any footwork done? Uh, I was learning everything I could about human society. Um, I took a break dancing class. Um, that was really that was really fun. Um, so I did that for a couple of weeks. Um, I was kind of up in the air vents though, because um, when I went in the first time, they all sort of screamed and like. They said something like, oh, my God, there's a weasel. And that seemed bad. And then there was a lot of screaming. So I just figured, you know, I'll just I'll do I'll, I'll take the class from afar. So we did break in class. Uh, I'm pretty sure I napped for about a week. You also did borrow my YouTube password. So thank you for screwing up my algorithm. Um, I think the phrase you want is improving your algorithm because all the garbage you had on there before, like how to build a castle and watch me put together plexiglass was boring. I have given you birds, how to make nut rolls, uh, hair coloring, um, hair styling, hair combing, 
proper brush techniques, color theory, rainbow color theory, black color theory. Um, what else did I put on there for? You know, just scroll through. It's really, it's really good. Everything I chose is good. Everything you chose is passable. And not well, particularly practical for my needs. Uh, thank you for the ringing endorsement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Narn, is there is there a trail somewhere that we could start? Yeah, keep you, you know, know keep keep your ears open, keep okay. your eyes open, keep your hands open, keep keep just open, just be open, just be open to just yeah. You shouldn't have a problem being open, right, Steph? T-Step just, like, turns and starts sipping on their iced coffee. <laughs> Which is just, it's a it's like a black iced coffee, so it's like, it matches all of the clothing that they have on as well. Just hear that. Milk. Uh, so, oh, while you are here, while, while Narn is going on, and on and on, uh, you can hear some sort of excited calamity happening up in the upper cafeteria. Uh, general sounds of not of controlled chaos. Uh, something has definitely happened. Do we, do we have to go look? I mean... Like I can't even play free samples. I love a free sample. A free sample. Yes. <laughs> that voice. Uh, Ari, are you are you on board? Are we going? Do we have to go look? I feel like we don't. Mallory's have to already look. headed up. Mallory's <laughs> <just> gone. <laughs> Luca's following. <laughs> yeah. No. No one was actually listening to you asking if we have to go look. We just went. <laughs> <laughs> how dare all of you how dare everyone uh so you head up out of the basement up into the main cafeteria and there is a celebration happening and at the center of it uh you see one of your more prolific athletes uh bianca baines uh being celebrated uh, and people are like cheering and clapping and just generally like surrounding Bianca. And it's like a whole thing. What do you do with this sort of scene in front of you? I immediately want to like nudge my arms through to like get to the middle of it and see what's going on. Okay, uh, you start working your way through the crowd. Uh, it's packed. Uh, people are are super excited, super celebratory. As you get closer to where Bianca is, you see there are like three people who have clipboards, uh, who have like who are like making note, and they look incredibly official. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Well. 
I am going to be hanging back and trying to analyze the situation to see what's really going on because this seems incredibly out of the blue. So I am going to try to glimpse the truth behind the situation. Alrighty. Ah, uh, yeah, first and... roll of the game. Love Go this for roll. me. Alright. App, don't fail me now. Seven. <laughs> uh, I mean, seven is still something. Did you add your stat? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, thank you. All right. Yeah. Well, then that would be a nine. There we go. All right. So, uh, so you can hold one, which means you get to ask one question from the list if you want. Yeah. Uh, so the questions are, what happened here recently? What's about to happen? What's the most dangerous thing here? What's the most useful thing here? Who needs to be protected? What here is not what it appears to be, or what is somebody trying to hide? Who's in control here? What new and useful information can I gather, or what sort of creature is it? Well, well the creature is a mob, so we know that. But mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the what is not what it appears to be about this situation. Uh, so everybody is seemingly celebrating the fact that Bianca just broke the world record for deadlift, which is incredibly impressive. But in your head, you're like, but Bianca was nowhere near that like three weeks ago. Okay, so it's impressive, but suspiciously still okay i can work with that uh all right uh so as uh as you're nudging your way uh up to the front uh luca uh you you do see like the three judges are up there like writing down like officiating making this like record official uh and bianca is just just beaming with pride um and people are just chatting about like they can't believe it like bianca deadlifted 1075 pounds broke the world record and people are like didn't even break a sweat just like it was nothing just like it was nothing. That's the, the chatter that's going all around. Who Ooh. else is doing stuff? I feel like Steph is going to lean over to Ari and Mallory once they kind of caught up and is like, she couldn't do that before, could she? Does anyone know? Is she strong? That feels really strong to me. That feels humanly impossible to me. Kind of. I don't know much about deadlifting. I don't know. A thousand, five, fifth, that's one, two, three. That's a lot of me. That's several me's. Um, I think I want, so, because my I have the ability to use my mystical mm -hmm. for what's really going on here. 
um, with possible drawbacks of me not actually liking what I see. Yep. Um, I would like to do that. All right. Uh, so you're going to glimpse the truth, but using mystical instead. So grow your 2d6 and add your mystical. So I also got a nine. Okay. You, you get to ask one question uh, yeah. of the same uh, questions. Um, I would, I think I want to know. What's the most dangerous thing here? Uh, you're sort of looking around and you are noticing uh, that uh, as Bianca uh, is like turning a face in the crowd, uh, she is wearing a, a not a school uniform, but it looks like a sponsored uniform. Um, that uh, says uh, Swole Foods, uh, try our new Swood Bar. Um, and there are a number of people who are like, like they have been passing out free samples. Um, with your sort of mystic sense, don't eat that food. <laughs> that yeah, I don't try, like I don't trust food. Swole Foods. No, but also it, it's the real villain is capitalism. That's it is always capitalism from top to bottom. Um, OK, I think I would like nudge uh, whoever was around me if it's just uh, like play uh, Ari and Mallory and be like. Um, she got corporate sponsorships. Uh, I'm not going to eat that food, and I don't think that anyone else should eat the food. I mean, I know we've like eaten cafeteria food for a semester and like we're all surviving. But I think that's worse. Well, how can it be worse when Bianca seems fine? I mean, I don't think you can dip that in ranch and make it tasty. <laughs> it doesn't look deep fried. Not with that attitude. <laughs> all right. Can I... Um, this is where I like, I don't, I'm very new to this, so mm -hmm. you can cut that little sentence out. But, um, so can I go up to Bianca and, um, because I am the popular one with connections, just ask, hey, how did you do this? How did you get so strong? <laughs> yeah, you, so you walk up to, to Bianca, uh, who is reveling in it, uh, and, uh, she turns to you and says, rigorous training, hard work, proper attitude, a good night's sleep, and strong fuel energy from swole foods. Ugh! And then reaches out and grabs you and picks you up off the ground as if you weighed absolutely nothing and then sets you back down. Uh, and a bunch of people around sort of cheer at that display. Mallory like starts towards, and then like <laughs> Luca step back down. And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> and I am thoroughly impressed and excited because I also got to be the center of attention for a moment. Um, and then I rush back over to my friends and say, "Oh my god, did you see that? It's so cool!" Yeah, don't eat, don't eat the food. Don't eat the food. 
okay, sure. <laughs> what were you saying, Mallory? I just think it's weird that she just picked you up. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, you know, like what I was planning on doing with my day. Uh, but uh, she said that it was just like rigorous training and like, you know, cute, healthy stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to lift stuff. Did, did she say anything about the food? Yes, that it was very helpful and nutritious. Ari just looks at Steph like, hmm? Is, is that right? Um, he nails it, like, looking at the moves to see if there's anything that might be helpful. If you... Uh, Tell me what you want to do. I can come up with a way to figure it out. Yeah, how no, to I do think, it. So if there's yeah. something that you want to do, believe me, I know the rules. I made them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm, I'll take a, a pause since I've already done a move of some sort and see if there's other folks that want to do anything. I did a thing, so I'm good. I'm. I just know something's off. No one gets this swole this fast. I could um, go over to the corporate sponsors handing out all of the stuff and try to use I've Got Connections on them to okay. like get info. Mm. Uh, all right. Uh, so, you want, so you find uh, a couple of uh, the people that are handing out. You immediately recognize them that they are fellow college students who are like, have picked up this job uh, to like, hey, they are offering me money and I will do this for money. Uh, so they see you approaching uh, and uh, uh, one of them's like, hi, would you like to try a swood bar? They're great and nutritious and they meet all of your daily macros. A new year, new you. And I say, I'll take one, sure. Um, and I just kind of grab it and put it in my pocket. Um, but then I uh, would like to use, uh, I've got connections on them, okay. if I can. Absolutely. Cool. Then I will click this button. And I got a seven plus two is a nine. <laughs> All righty. Wow, like a lot of nines going on today. Because, like, we are coasting at nine today. <laughs> Today's magic number. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Um, you actually recognize uh, Louisa, who is handing it out. Um, so are you, so you're, you're just trying to get to like where these are made or just information about it or. Yeah. Information on like where they came from. Cause swole food sounds new to us and we don't remember them being such a thing. So we are very intrigued as to where they came from. Uh, so, uh, Louisa looks at you. She's like, oh yeah. Um, like over break, 
I guess um, there was, uh, you know, sort of, you know, how in the village there is that uh, sort of warehouse district for no good reason because this used to be an yes. industrial town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they took over one of the warehouses and uh, started like, it's like this, I know it's like this like million dollar millennium investment thing, I guess. I don't really remember. Like I wasn't Ooh. paying that much attention in orientation. They just said if you pass out the bars, we get like fifty bucks. So um yeah, that's good for me. Like free fifty bucks. I just have to stand here and hand out bars. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't knock that. I would do that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah, they opened up, I don't know, over over break. I don't I don't really remember. Um, but yeah, that's where we go to pick the stuff up. Um, uh, yeah, we just, you do, yeah, I, I can introduce you to the recruiter if you want. Um, and like get you, get you in line to like, uh, like the stuff, but like, that's gonna have to be tomorrow because we've gotten all the, like they've handed everything out today. So we will go tomorrow and like get the new supply and stuff. So if you want to like, I don't know, like meet here at like eight in the morning. I'd love to. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for you for this great new opportunity. Have you tried them? They're really delicious. I just ate a really big lunch, so I'm actually going to wait. But thank you so much for this sample. Oh, sure. Like, they are so good. I haven't stopped eating them since, like, I got recruited a couple of days ago. Um, I have never felt healthier in my life i kid you not i have never felt better okay interesting since you'd think they'd be so high in calories if you're eating them non-stop that would be very not healthy but i'm fascinated by the fact that they are so i'm yeah. very excited to meet this person tomorrow oh it's gonna be great you're gonna love orientation it's it is magical like in a word it is outstanding and magical Magical. Magical. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we had the same hat. <laughs> same. Oh my God, same hat. Same hat. Cool. Well, thank you, Louise. I'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. You have my number, right? Um, you know, I I think I got it from like a friend. It's probably fine. Um, but like, don't worry. Like, we'll meet here in the morning. You told me so. Like. I'm going to go back over here with all my friends and like, I'll just, I'll see you here-ish tomorrow-ish. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. So I walk back to my friends and just mm -hmm. like hand them this bar and say that like, this seems suspicious because uh, she's been eating them nonstop for like a few days, but feels better than ever. And that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, no, it doesn't make any sense. You're right. Never mind. And did you find out where they came from? One of the old uh, abandoned factories was taken over by a Millennium Corporation that just suddenly started handing them out. So the fact that that's got the same name as the school we're at in this small town creeps me out for some reason. Also that they're giving them out for free. Oh, yeah, sure. Unlike you, <laughs> we don't all just get things for free. I don't understand what that means, <laughs> but okay. 
it's a terrible business model to just be giving away everything for free. They can't be making profit. Maybe they're gross. Is that, should some should one of us try the bar? Hmm. You told us not to try the bar. I don't know. I'm just spitballing ideas here. <laughs> well, yes, you try but, the bar. But we want good ideas. Not put the mysterious substance in our mouth. That's not that's did you did you not did you sleep through the chemistry lab safety lecture? What if we took this back to Narn Furson? Since we're all getting a little suspicious of this, I bet he's probably got some sort of idea. Narn would be the one to give it to. Yeah. Let's and do it. I'd like to get out of this crowd. Uh, so as you're heading out, uh, you can see sort of out of the cafeteria across campus another sort of hyper event celebration it has broken out over at the track field the track and fields sort of indoor gym arena uh and a bunch of people are flocking there is this school is this school just breaking world records today i don't like what i everyone really is exceptional huh the bars too yeah, can we see Swole Foods anywhere? Uh, you're pretty far away, uh, and you're not seeing into the arena, so you can't actually see from here. Yeah. Uh, you just sort of see, like, there's a crowd, uh, and there's a lot of cheering happening over there. Okay, well, I like crowds and cheering, so I'm going to go towards that. Okay, you you head out of the cafeteria and start walking across campus to go towards the... Uh, track and field arena uh people are cheering uh one of them grabs she's like I, can you even believe it adam just beat the world record and the 100 meter dash 9.4 seconds 9.4 seconds for a 100 meter dash it's incredible you gotta come see this and then i like, grab you and start pulling you into the crowd i, I am following Luca, like as soon as Luca started walking, I was like, nah, Luca can't be trusted on it on <laughs> his own. Mallory's right behind stuff. Yeah, Ari is like very reluctantly following along, being like, I thought we were going back. Dude. Is Clay following all of us too? Yes, definitely. Because at this point, this is statistically impossible. Like, I gotta know what's going on. Uh, yeah, so you all get into the crowd. Uh, the crowd is, uh, they're sort of packing into, like, the small doors that lead into the giant track and field. So it's just, like, you're just all sort of scrunched in this crowd that's excitedly going in. And sort of against your own will, and against sort of kind of how you wanted to think, you're just sort of sucked into this area. And again, you see in the center of this large arena, there's just a huge crowd of people sort of cheering and chanting. Uh, you see Adam Lund, uh, who is in the center of the arena. There are three people with clipboards uh, n next to him. Uh, and now that you're starting to look for it, he is also wearing not a school uniform, uh, but he is also wearing a sponsorship 
uh, uniform uh, for Swole Foods. And there are a number of people uh, at the front who are just passing out bars. And one of you just has a bar handed to you, just sort of in the crowd. You just end up with one of these bars in your hands. You said don't eat these, right, stuff. I mean, no, we probably shouldn't, but also... Eat when I can't eat free food. Well, if you want to take a nibble, take a nibble. No, Maybe we'll not see what to. happens. I don't know. I'm overwhelmed and confused. Maybe take your lactate first. <laughs> Here's everything. And <laughs> 100%. What lactate solves all issues. <laughs> hey, Luca, you should tell them to uh, show us uh, their their hundred meter. Yes, I should. Uh, so I like that idea, Mallory. Thank you. And then I walk up to uh, Adam. Yes, um, and. I say, oh my god, congratulations! I am so sorry I missed it. Can you do it again for us? Uh, all right, so <laughs> you're going to need to convince this person to do that. Cool. Uh, so go ahead and roll uh, convince somebody. Uh, you're adding your plus emotional. Cool. So that is a 9 plus 2 is 11. Uh, Adam's like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody back up. And everybody sort of clears the way, walks to the starting. Uh, the people with the clipboard are watching. Uh, there's the starter pistol that goes off. And in exactly 9.3 seconds, he completes a 100-meter dash. And the crowd erupts because he just beat his own record. Uh, and there's just, like, people are like rushing towards this because it's unheard of. Um, and you're, it's just packed full of people. They're all chanting, Adam, 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 Adam. And you see a lot of people just like eating these bars uh, and like rushing in to like lift him up and the uh the people with clipboards are like making notes and can you know looking at each other and nodding and checking the stopwatches and all that things and and nodding and people are super excited and adam looks at you as like world record baby yeah <laughs> And um, I say, wow, almost faster than the speed of light. And then very hamily wink at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ari uses their, like, rather uh, diminutive stature to sort of, like, weave through the crowd and pop up next to the, uh, the people with the clipboards. Mm-hmm. And just says, so do you test these people for substances? Uh, one of them looks like, <laughs> what? Oh, oh, uh, uh, of course, of course. 
And when do you do that? Uh, well, we've already done a first round of tests before uh, they submit for us to come out. Uh, and then we'll do a second round of tests after. Um, but the first round of tests are all clear. The second set of tests is really, you know, just perfunctory because, you know, it takes a while for the things to work through their system. So, uh, like an immediate boost is unheard. Like you just, that's not a thing. Um, so I mean, we will test again, but right now we are certifying the time and certifying the records. Um, uh, it's just pretty pretty standard protocol. Who are you? <laughs> oh, um, I, I I'm just a uh, chemistry student. Yes, yes, chemistry student. I'm I'm interested in um, microbiological um, chemicals for uh, student athletes. Is that like an independent study? Yeah, I'm I'm working on a an honors thesis. Yeah, an, an honors thesis. Oh, <laughs> all, all right. Well, uh, good luck. Um, could could I observe the testing? Absolutely not. <laughs> that is a very unusual and strange thing to ask. I understand that it's your independent study, but also it's a person's private medical records. <laughs> um, so I'm going to really make, I want you to be there. I want to be very clear here under no circumstances. That is a, that is a hard no. And then I pop up next to them and using, I've got connections. Say, can I watch the testing? <laughs> Which I think I need to roll for. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, looks looks at you and goes, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! What is your name again?" Luca. Oh, I think we had a note about you. Um, Ooh. let me hold on. Let me look. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were actually cleared for, uh, according to this, you were supposed to be here three days ago? I mean, what is time? Time is a construct. I'm here now. That's what matters. <laughs> well, hmm. We'll have to phone it in and, and verify, but if you want, it says here you're a medical major? Yes, I am a going to be a doctor someday. All right. Well, actually, we could use the help. So um, it looks like you can draw blood and, uh, you know, yeah. all, all those things. So I can absolutely you... draw blood. Do you want me to use markers, paint, colored pencils? <laughs> what do you want? You know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure that it is, out. That is, that is, you know, most medical students don't have humor like that because they're always exhausted. So I appreciate your cheeky take on it. But if you want to come back, uh, you know, obviously the crowd's not going to let Adam free for a while. But if you want to come back towards the, you know, the end of the day, five, six o'clock, when we're, you know, winding things down and, you know, you can help, you know, do the medical procedure. Um, yeah, that would actually be quite helpful because uh, actually you were supposed to be here three days ago. 
um, we did have to have somebody fill in. So I'm not oh, exactly. Oh, and I'm so sorry for that. I yeah. really, you know, I got busy with blood and stuff. So I will be here this evening. Uh, Finger we'll be looking. We'll be looking for you. Great. Cool. And I will be looking for you and your clipboards. We do love a good clipboard. So then I go back to friends and say, okay, tonight at six, clipboards, right? I mean, with a clipboard and a high-vis vest and a can-do attitude, you can go pretty much anywhere, so. Ari just leans over uh, to Luca and says, I got busy with blood and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I <laughs> roll my eyes and say, I'm an art major. I don't know what I'm talking about. They clearly got me confused for a different Luca, but it worked. I'll grant you that. Okay, so we have Luca seeing Doctor People later. We have this bar it up that we have to give to Narn to figure out and we also have to be up at 8 a.m yeah who signed me up for a morning class because i'm not i'm not about that um well because i will we have to meet louisa so you can skip that anyway um so that we can go to the headquarters of swole foods and see how these little bad boys get made like, does this seem all nefarious? Like, the thing that we should probably be looking for from our rainbow chinchilla friends? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, health food in general is awful. So we should definitely be uh, investigating the heck out of this. <laughs> so in the game, once per game, you can actually go and ask your mystical creature for guidance. It is a straight 2d6 roll. How you roll will be how helpful Narn actually is in this situation. So you can pull that in at any time you wish, uh, but you only get one. But Narn might be helpful. It depends on what the dice say. So uh, that is part of the game, so you can decide at any point if you want to go talk to Narn about that and get some insight uh, whether or not that is helpful is unclear uh but yeah so you're still in the you're uh the crowd is like chanting it's it's really loud in the track and field area um and uh you're all just sort of packed in um you can it's not hard to get out like you just have to fight your way through the crowd but you can also do whatever you wish while you're in here uh, if there's anything else you want to explore or investigate I feel like I've seen everything I need. Yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah, I've I talked know. to enough doctor people for now. Doctor people. Uh, all right, so you head back out. You work your way out of the crowd, back out into the open air on the campus. Uh, you you all somehow now have a swood bar uh, in your hands. Like it's just 
been Wait, given to you. So what you flavor is the bar? Uh, they are all uh, so two of them listed as chocolate. One of them is vanilla. One is pumpkin spice, and the other is iced coffee. Uh, okay. Hmm. We all know which one Steph has. <laughs> you see them just holding it, like staring at it, very tempted because iced coffee is a flavor and anything is tempting. <laughs> um, do we hear, is there anything else, like any other commotions going on? Not, I mean, between the cafeteria and here, that 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 is a lot. Uh, the, the celebrations are still happening, but you don't hear anything new currently happening. I mean, if we have a few hours before I have to go talk to the doctors, and then we can't see Louisa for the headquarters until tomorrow... I pitch that we go um, see what Narn thinks, um, but I put it to the group. Let's see if, if Narn can tell us if we can eat these bars or not. I, yeah. yeah. I'm down. Uh, all right, so you work your way back into the cafeteria, kind of bypassing the crowd. Go to like go to the far staircase that you're used to taking, going down into your your wonderful space. Uh, Narn is currently uh, asleep. Uh, there is bits of fudge everywhere. Um, uh, it, it's Narn looks very cute all curled up with rainbow tail uh, sleeping, even with the large chocolate stains all over Narn's face. Uh, it's still mostly an adorable picture. Uh, sort of opens one eye when he hears you all coming in. Narn, you have chocolate all over your fur. You know we can't get you wet. How are we supposed to clean this? Dust? Those are tomorrow Narn problems. Today's Narn problems was getting through this fudge. <laughs> we have another Narn problem for you, actually. All right, I'm listening. Can we eat these? <laughs> I just hand uh, <laughs> some one. Looks up and sniffs. All right, who wants to make the 2d6 check? I mean, I think Mallory's the one that proposed the question so i think now hey, it's the role i can do it i can do this oh, i believe in you we don't know how i'm rolling today i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> okay okay one two three and, and we roll plus what nothing it's just a oh, straight two just a straight roll okay that's yep. an eight uh on a 79 they aren't sure what's happening but they have your backs uh so narn leans forward and sniffs it and then hustles back <gasps> Evil, evil. Don't eat it. Are other people eating it? That's probably a bad idea. Oh my we should God, stop like so them. many people. Narn, like the whole campus is eating these. Uh oh. It's yeah. free food for college students. They're gonna eat it. Like mm. RA programs might be successful now. Trust me, I was this close to eating it anyway, even with the evil um, reaction there. Like, it's um, free. Uh, yeah. Um, so, 
just gonna, you know, how we had that talk earlier about, you know, let's find the next evil plan. Um, that that smells like Queen Sneer. I know you all can't smell it because you don't have like my nose, but that is definitely like one of her products. So, yeah, hand what raised. Does she, what does she smell like? Have you ever smelled? Have you ever smelled when somebody has made the perfect pie, but then burned half of it? So, like, part of it smells good, then you get this really weird, acrid thing that wafts over, and eventually all you can smell is the acrid thing, and you look at that food, and the food looks disgusting, because now you're associating the horrible smell of death and decay and rot with that delicious-looking thing, but you still kind of want to eat it because it looks really good, even though it smells really bad. That. Ron, maybe we should cut your sugar intake. No. Bad, that's a bad idea. That's a no. That is not on the table. Nope. No, I need whatever sugar is available at all times. Uh, it keeps me motivated. It keeps me strong. It keeps me active. And he doesn't want to eat this sugary food. So, like, I think we're doing good. Uh, yeah, you're gonna want to find out where they're making that, and probably I don't know, blow it up or something. We can do that. You see Steph's eyes just kind of light up a little bit like, mmm, destruction. <laughs> yes. Uh, because he sort of knows what's going on, uh, you're all, all of you, you're whatever next roll you make will have a plus on it, plus one on it for each of you, just because you're sort of aware of the badness happening. Um, we love that. Uh, that is the benefit from not completely failing with Narn. Um, Narn knows enough of what's going on to to have actually huh. been helpful this time. Uh, unlike, so I guess Narn times. has Narn has approximate knowledge of many yes. things. Yeah, a, a rough idea. So actually, I feel like the priority might be. All of us, like, we just, we need to go focus on the where the food is made and hone in on that. I like, look over at Luca. I'm like, I mean, I know you're really excited about medical procedures. Yeah, but I was supposed to be there three days ago and I had no idea. So, like, I can blow that off for tomorrow. I mean, I was looking forward to seeing Luca stab someone, but... <laughs> I guess we can skip it. I pick up a knife and say, well, I can still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bad idea, James. Luca, no. Luca, no. Don't you remember the... <laughs> no. The heavy disappointment. Well, look, okay, the... fine. <laughs> I won't stab anyone today. No, all remember, no promises about tomorrow. We all remember the spork incident, please. It wasn't that bad. Sporks aren't even that sharp. I was fine. <sighs> and I apologized like twice. So it was no big deal. I barely felt it. Cool. Yeah, exactly. We're all good. It was just kind of cool that it stuck out, you know? Yeah. 
fun little fashion moment. <laughs> it's the new in thing for the fall season, for the spring season. <laughs> everywhere. So someone's gonna have to come wake me up at eight because, uh, or before eight, because I'm I'm not gonna make it if nobody comes and wakes me up. Uh, send, so, I, I, you see me pet the bone chinchilla on my shoulder, and I'm like, I'll just send Fluffy for you. I know how much you love waking up to Fluffy in the morning. I do love waking up to Fluffy in the morning. I might just snuggle them. Uh, so, question on the board. Are you going to try to find this place on your, on your own today, or are you going to wait for the whole presentation and sort of, like, take the night off, go at 8 a.m. in the morning, and if that's the choice, what are you going to do for the rest of the day? To sort of, what, where are your thoughts? How are you feeling about the rest of this day? I mean, we could not wake up at 8 a.m. and just go now. That is I mean, a viable option. And Louisa did tell us pretty much exactly where it was, that there's all these abandoned buildings and then one new warehouse. I vote we go tonight. I mean, they do seem a fan of... Um ostentatious branding what they they're, they're a fan of ostentatious branding you know wow is that like wow. an aesthetic oh i know ostentatious i have a class with him <laughs> and ari just does a literal face that would be a good drag king <laughs> ostentatious yep. yeah <laughs> this is gonna be so good <laughs> uh so uh you all know that the sort of where burnt out warehouse area is a bit of a hike uh do any of you have a car or drive Ooh, i feel like luca has to have a car that's why luca's semi-popular is because luca drives people places oh baby not only do i have a car i have a driver so <laughs> i can clap and then my car comes up uh do you demonstrate this yes i um stand back and then i clap and go and then um cars uh so you stand back and clap and then the your phone immediately rings and i pick it up and say hello you need the car oh yes i did thank you so much we'll be right up and then i go up the stairs hanging up the phone without saying goodbye I follow Luca. <laughs> uh, you all head up and walk out, and in the parking lot there is a what? Is, what? What is the car for Luca? What is? Ooh. What is it? What does it look like? Is it old school, new school? Is it a van, limo? What? What is it? I. You know, it's not even that I think. It's that I'm fairly certain, as Luca, that it is a recreation of the Gem and the Holograms Rock and Roadster car. <laughs> but also, I feel I feel like Luca's the type of person who wouldn't even pump their own gas, and um, a car is basically a magic thing. You put the key in, and it just goes. 
anything else is just Mm-mm. well yeah that's why i have the driver just so that we can just like get in and go you think luca knows what a key is <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so standing next to the uh uh this is probably news to all of you since you have just met. But standing next to this very flashy, very brightly colored, kind of ancient looking uh, <laughs> roadster uh, is a very stiff looking gentleman in a tuxedo and a hat and a mask. Uh, just a mask. Uh, who is holding the car door open as you approach. Mallory's eyes are just huge looking at this person. And I uh, walk up to the car and say, thank you so much. And I just get in like it's nothing, not even like acknowledging the fact that this might be weird and different for my friends. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like stuff like follows and is like climbing in but like like it reeks of capitalism and money and just like uh i don't but i'm gonna follow because like i have to but like i i'm almost like sitting gently down in the seat not because like anything's actually on it but just because like this like the feeling of elite money makes me feel weird uh, uh, Steph, uh, given that feeling, I'm going to have you actually be vigilant right now. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Oh, got the, okay, I got it. Yeah. Uh, it's plus my mentals. Ooh, that's a 10 plus. Oh, mentals is zero. So 10. Uh, all right. So you can ask. Uh, three questions from <laughs> the the current list for Be Vigilant. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers that I haven't noticed? Who, what's most vulnerable to me? What seems to be the monster's weakness? And what's my, uh, the best way to protect the area or the victims here? Um, I would like to know, uh, now that I'm in, what's the best way out? I'll start there. What's the best way out? So... As you get in, you sort of look at the other doors um, and you realize that there is only one door that you came through. The other doors are just paint lines. So that looks like there's doors. They aren't really doors. They they don't open. Amazing. Uh, I just had it. Uh, are there any dangers I have not noticed yet? Uh, you get a glimpse uh, in the front seat uh, where the you know there's the driver's side, and uh, littered on the floor there are four food bar wrappers. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and what is my best way to protect? everyone else uh your be- your best way is to get everybody uh you're the person that you're climbing in and you see all this your best is, is to get out and don't let anybody else in here okay so 
Steph just turns and looks at everyone and says, oh my God, I just remembered, I can't be in bright colored cars. It's a motion sickness thing. I, I have eaten a burrito earlier and I just don't want that on all of you. I think we should get out of the car. And I just start like, I think Luca was the only one in. I just start climbing back out. Like I'm not even waiting for anyone to say like, no, I'm just like out the car. Like, no, it's a bad idea. As Luca's client, or as um, <laughs> you just said Luca. Um, as Steph is climbing out, um, are you just hear Ari mur- uh, mutter under their breath, "What burrito?" Like <laughs> Ari's like, I'm pretty sure I've been with Steph most of the day, and I don't remember a burrito. <laughs> you see, like I just give you that look, like with the, like with big eyes, like no, I ate a burrito earlier. Ari's not actually concerned about any sort of problem. You could just tell that Ari is perplexed by this mysterious burrito. <laughs> and Luca is so repulsed by the idea of potentially having vomit in what he thinks is his car uh, that he tries to get out of it. And it's just like, ew, oh my god! Uh, so as you are attempting to get out and uh, so, Steph, you've gotten out. Uh, as Luca, as you're making your way, the door slams, uh, and the uh, person uh, says, then I'll just be driving one today, and walks around to go into, uh, get in the driver's seat. Um, I would like to hex the driver. Uh, all right. So, do you, to, in order to gain access to your hex powers, you must transform. Are you transforming? Absolutely. What Luca is your... does, Luca probably doesn't even realize that Luca's in danger. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is your item that you pull out? So, I have like a small satchel, like a small little, uh, like, like bag with a bunch of like latches and buckles and things, and I throw them all open and I pull out this like really, it's about, Maybe like a foot, like a foot long. It is dark wood twined together. Um, so it is a it is a wand basically, but like it looks very dark, dark dark oak. Um, it has a couple little pricks like coming off of it. Um, and I do a big swirl in order to like activate my I am transforming moment. All right. And what does your transformation look like? Yeah, so there's a lot of um obviously there's a lot of spinning because this is this is a, a magical transformation. Um and because my uh my mystical my mystical connection is death, you actually see like a swirl of skulls around me that form into this really beautiful dress that I start wearing. Um uh, my hair goes completely white it is long down to like the my mid back um you can see all my like i've got a bunch of now visible tattoos all up and down my arms um and somehow despite it being skulls that are around me everything seems to flow as if it were just like regular fabric um it's like it almost has like that in the wind look but like it like if you look and touch it it feels like a like 
just a series of skulls around mm. my dress. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, and so you have transformed. Uh, those of you outside of the car see your friend transforming. What are your reactions to this? Because you do not, you are not aware of why this is happening. Just that it is happening. Did Luca see a spider again? Would I would I get a sense from the guy being like, all right, I guess I'm taking one that like something's wrong, or do I have to roll to detect something's wrong? Uh yeah, you'll probably need to roll for that cool. to figure out what's happening in the situation. So you will Shall also be vigilant run. in the situation. And that's plus mental. Uh okay. it is. Uh since you're all out here together, uh you can one of you out here can also decide to help through we can do this together. You just sort of need to decide how you're helping the situation for those of you who are out uh, to help with this uh, role. Um, it does have an automatic plus one because you know something is up from uh, from your chinchilla friend, Narn. Um, but if somebody wishes to assist with yes. this. Um, in fact, um, Ari uses not a team player. Okay. Which I believe gives me a uh, extra plus one to helping or something. I don't know. Uh, do, 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 do not to be when you you are used to working on your own, but you still have lots to offer. Uh, you can take a minus one to we can do it checks. However, you always give plus forward to whoever you are helping, even on a six or lower. So you will make a we can do this together, uh, which is plus. Uh, what depends what you're doing. Um, are you just also keeping an eye out like through mental? Are you trying to do supernatural interventions through mystical? Are you just trying to like give emotional support, which is plus emotional? Uh, how, yeah. are you, how are you helping? I think because, um, because Steph is very mystical in nature, I'm going to lend my own mystical um, right. energies that direction. All right. So you will make a roll 2d6 uh, plus your mystical, but minus one because you're not used to working with people. Okay. That's a eight minus one is a seven. All but right. Then do I get my mystical? Yep. So then that goes back up to eight. All righty. Uh, and you are, uh, so you're, do, do, do. All right, so you, Anrik, you give a plus one. Um, you are both, you both get one into your power pool. Um, you give that plus one. Um, and trying to remember, let me look at my notes. Uh, that plus one's going to stop. Uh, the plus one's going to you to make the be vigilant roll. So you're okay. getting a plus two already. Um, and you both get one to your power pool. And I believe you are cooperative because you're making the rule. So uh, if something goes wrong, uh, you will both face the consequences of being in danger. But uh, we will decide that when you do your be vigilant check. So you're adding a plus two plus your mental stat. Uh Wait. 
Yeah, eight. I can do math. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So in eight, uh, you get to ask one question. Uh, what's the best way in? What's the best way out? Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? What's most vulnerable to me? What seems to be the monster's weakness? Or what's the, my best way to protect the area or the victims here? Can monster be used on the driver? Mm-hmm. I want to know what the monster's weakness is. So you, you two sort of uh, mystically look and determine that this, this, this person mm. isn't real. They are indeed a hologram. And if you can either disrupt the hologram or find the holographic transmitter somewhere on this vehicle, that person will cease to be a problem. Hmm. I think I still need to do my hex as well because I transformed, yeah. but I never actually did my hex. Yeah. So now you've transformed and you're going to actually do your, hex, do your this, hex. hex this, this individual. Um, that is an eight. Okay. Did you have something? Uh, I was going to say, if I pass that information along to Steph, would that be helping? Uh, these are all happening at the same time. So okay. transformed and hexed, you know what's going on. Uh, so we're going to deal with the hex. Uh, so you get to do one thing, cause one damage. The target can't flee the area. The target is slowed. Uh, the target must answer one question truthfully. The target has to drop an item that they're holding, or you can inflict some sort of negative effect on the target. Um, uh, I think my response, because I don't know all the things that are happening from Mallory, that I'm going to say the target cannot leave this area. Okay. Like the target can't drive away. Uh, so you cast a hex and you all see the, the driver makes it around the front of the car and then like freezes as like spectral hands come up out of the ground and grab the legs. Um, although it's you, it's weird because they're interacting weird and you're seeing that there's this weird sort of fuzzing of of spiritual interacting with non-reality. Uh, so they're like fuzzing and busy but the driver has officially stopped um at that point you tell everybody who's outside the deal um what does everyone do look at what are you doing in the car <laughs> i'm muted for one mm -hmm. um but not any longer <laughs> um I am kind of like scampering around trying to like look out the window, but I'm just sort of like, wait, these aren't windows. Why can't I look through <laughs> anything? Um, yeah, you realize that the inside the windows are all painted with like very generic outdoor scenes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that store closed a month ago. Um, so I am sort of picking up that there's something spooky going on. So I'm like looking around the rest of the car. I think. Okay. Uh, are you looking for something in particular or just like... Um, I think I'm just looking for anything that I can sort of find that like, okay, what freaked out Steph 
Um, okay. And now, like, because obviously there's reason to be concerned. Go ahead and glimpse the truth. Glimpse the truth. All right. I will roll. You're adding we got a mental. Right. I got an eight, but my mental is negative one. Uh, so that is a seven. All right. Uh, so you get to ask one question. Cool. Um, I'm just looking at the questions, and I think I will ask... What new and useful information can I gather? Uh, so you see all the stuff now that has been pointed like like the windows are fake. You see the swole bars up front. Um, you also inside the car behind this sort of separation panel like they have in limos. Uh, you can see a computer uh, that is running a, a, a hologram program. It says hologram program driver seven on it uh, and it's currently running um, so that you can clearly see but you are barred from getting to it so we'll go back out of the car we have a hex we have two people that sort of are now where everybody knows are people transforming what's their next what's their what's your next steps i mean if one of us is transformed i may as well follow the lead all right what is your item a rook of, of course, course. And how does your transformation go? What does it look like? Uh, let's see now. Man, I've really thought this through. Anything besides the bit of I grab it, lights going out of my hand, and then a giant like metal rook piece kind of forms around me, and I break my way out of it, and I'm in my like armored like form. Amazing. I'm basically a knight, but the helmet is shaped like a like a rook piece top so try to keep things simple but else. very nice uh all right a uh uh mallory and ari are you also transforming yeah so ari is definitely going to transform okay um so they pull out a pair of pruning shears um, from their bag and begin to again much like um others spin around in circles and <laughs> you you definitely get like these sort of like uh tendrils of like like not actual plants but like light that looks like plants kind of coming out as they sort of transform into this very like Think like deserted island garb, like mm. palm fronds as a skirt kind of vibes, and like um big like uh cup leaves uh as the breastplate, you know, yep. that kind yep. of vibe. Um uh and they are now transformed into bloom. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, yeah, Mallory's going to transform as well. Um, pulls out um, what looks like one of those old-time perfume bottles. Um, but the, one of the ones that you, like, take out, like, a stick, and that's how you, like, dab it on yourself. Except she takes it out and, like, dabs it, like, a tear. 
and as it falls, um, like ribbons kind of like appear and just spins and just spins around, of course. And um, it wraps into this sort of like um, this sort of like top with a uh, slide so side slitted skirt with like shorts. So like kind of like a fighter looking at like think Chun Li is that her name? No, yes, Chun Li from Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. No, yes, her. Uh, kind of like that. Um, and uh, a uh, spear appears in her hand because when she transforms, she gets heart piercer. Um, and she has like the circlet, and um, there's like little like tear accents on like all the outfits. All right. So outside the car, everybody is transformed. Inside the car, uh, knowing that danger is about, uh, is Luca transforming or just being like, I just got to figure things out on my own? Oh, no, he's 100, well, he's, he's 100% transforming. Okay. Um, so he uh, raises his left hand and uh, spins the ring on his finger, um, which is like a fun little, like, I don't know, spoky sort of silvery blue thing um and then uh so similarly starts to spin around um his body starts to shine all like uh like an aurora borealis or like sort of like constellation-y mm-hmm. um as like all of the starlight turns into um like a holographic spandex orange turtleneck crop top um and uh hot pants um along with some like platform boots and his blonde hair uh gets like french braided and grows really long um and then because i do have those shimmering wings um i grow um a pair of shimmering wings very nice uh all right so you have all transformed uh there are four of you outside the car and one of you inside the car uh who wishes to do something and what do you wish to do you're all sort of aware of the general dangers uh the driver is the danger uh currently frozen in place cannot flee the area uh and your friend is currently trapped inside the car I mean, I think Steph would shout at the other folks like, I've got the driver. Y'all get Luca. Say less. Uh, Mallory's going to stab the window. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're going to make a clash check. Uh, does anybody wish to help with this maneuver who is outside or even inside? You are you are dimly aware that your friends are probably trying to save you. Yeah, I was... Well, I was thinking of shooting something different, so I think I'm going to wait. Okay. Uh, Outside, you see a a spear being raised. Uh, Anybody on the outside wishing to assist with this? I feel like like my attention is on the driver, and I'm going to let Mallory... Well, wait, Mallory, what's your your transformed name? Um, I was just going to go with Kemper. Oh, right, right, Yes, Temper. I see Temper, and I'm like, Temper's got this. They've okay. got the spear. I'm not worried. All right, go ahead and make... Mm, hmm. Is that really a clash? <laughs> um, 
I think your motivation is actually to uh, protect the person inside, um, especially since uh, Luca inside is going to do something to get out. So I think I'm going to go ahead and have you do a protect someone check. Uh, so you're going to roll uh, plus persona. Um, okay. Eleven. Well, thirteen. <laughs> um, and I get a whole. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, but I get a hold one on protect, even if I. Uh, yeah. So you have get six or less because you get to do two. Um, so probably the two that make the most sense here is you put the attacker in a bad position. So you would give mm -hmm. a plus one to your friend inside the car mm -hmm. and then you deal damage, uh, equal to your physical rating. So you, what I think you, what I think happens is like you slam the spear into the door. The, <laughs> the only thing that actually opens, uh, <laughs> that allows some light to come through. Um, giving you sort of a area inside to aim to like get yourself out. So we will switch over to uh, Luca inside the car. Uh, you see, you see, uh, I'd say familiar because this is this is probably like the second time this has ever happened. But you can place a spear tip to only one person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you wish to do inside the car? Okay, I shout thanks tamper i almost said mallory but i don't want to give away your i don't want to give away your secret identity that's all the <laughs> thing that i say um so i say thanks temper uh but i actually i think i know what's going on and i go to uh shoot my laser shot at that window in between the driver and the passenger seats okay um so you are going to make a clash attack yes uh so you will roll uh plus physical which for me is zero i roll a five uh so you do get a plus one for help but that's a six that doesn't help <laughs> at all uh so as you are all looking through this hole in there uh assuming that your friend is going to blow out uh, you see uh, the shining sun turn and shoot a laser through a window and it hits the window and uh, bounces around <laughs> the like it just sort of bounces through it. And then you see like the energy get sucked into the sides of the car. And then outside you see the hologram solidify more and the two hands shatter um uh so the the driver continues moving to towards the car uh uh that is the bad effect of failing that role so the hold on the driver is no longer uh there uh so those of you who are outside don't know what exactly happened <laughs> inside but you now see that the driver is free and heading out uh, so that takes us, uh, the two of you, the three of you who are out, uh, what do you, what actions do you wish to take? I'll let, I'll let Ari or, uh, Rook, actually, wait, Ari, what's your, what's your transformed? Bloom. Bloom, Bloom, Bloom. or Rook? 
Yeah, Bloom and Rook, who both haven't done something yet. I'll let y'all go and do something. I'm trying to look at the rules, but I have them. They're everywhere. Um, it's, I love that this character sheet tells you what page, like, it has a spot to mark down what page things are on, which is super helpful, except that then when you can't find the file, uh, <laughs> it becomes a problem. <laughs> So you're looking for your spontaneous growth. Uh, yeah, your connection so... to the living world causes plants to suddenly grow. You gain a plus one to rolls when using plants this way. So uh, you sort of decide what you're doing. And since you're using your plants, you just get a plus one to whatever action you're trying to take. Yeah, well, I was going to try to... Um, I was going to try to trip the driver with plants that grow, grew out of the ground. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you are, hmm, could be a clash. Yeah, probably clash is the best one there. All right, so you're going to go ahead and clash. Uh, so it is going to be a 2d6 uh, plus your physical, which I believe is zero, but plus one because you're using your plant. So 2d6 plus one. Okay. And I feel like it's probably a good point to mention the power pool. So like if you have that one point of power pool, you can use that to give yourself a plus one to your role as well if you wanted yes. to. Well, luckily I got a nine plus one, so I got a ten. Okay, uh, so you all see uh, plants sort of erupt out of the ground and once again wrap around this driver figure uh, holding the driver in place once again, through different means this time, <laughs> but they're <laughs> unable to continue moving towards the car door to get inside. Uh, Ruck, what would you like to do? I regret taking, I, I mean, I, I took the defensive-minded power, so I'm much more of a reactive person, but um, let me see now. Looking at the moves, I'm trying to figure out what my. You know what? I am going to just try to analyze the situation and figure out what my best course of action is. So I will be vigilant okay. about the situation. Uh, go ahead and a make good... a vigilance check. Uh, or. Um, do you wish to use your one step ahead to sort of calculate the various things that are happening and give somebody a plus one, depending on your role? Um, both oh my use gosh. mental. Yes. Um, so that is way okay. cooler. <laughs> so roll plus uh, mental. All right. Except don't fail me now. You've been mediocre all night, but this is your. Ah, seven. Uh, total with the with the with the with yeah. all right, and then I don't think you've rolled yet, so you still get the plus one from Narn. Not that it matters because it's still an oh. eight. Uh, so you can give one ally an ongoing plus one. So until this battle is over, whoever you choose will always have one to their roll, and you can choose whomever you wish to give that to. Well, let's go ahead and give it to um, 
Oh my gosh, Calamity, I forgot your character's magical name. Kemper. It Kemper. wasn't it wasn't written down at the time. It's totally good. <laughs> I am I have wrote down everyone else's everyone's civilian <laughs> name. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and give Temper a pulse on because she is going uh straight into the action and that's going to be the thing that says I need to make sure that she has all the all right. support possible. So um we're going to do it as probably you have a spear, right? Yes. Okay. So let's say some I give my wave my hands and some bands of metal like reinforce the spear's shaft and the head is a little bit uh bigger and sharper now because you know metal power. So it is <laughs> there's more speary. You were suddenly, suddenly the lost daughter of of uh, Poseidon. <laughs> Uh, so I think the only person that hasn't acted in this uh, scene is the Pale Queen. Mm. Well, I did tri- I did uh, hex the driver the first go round, but I haven't yeah. done anything in a minute. Yeah, so I think everybody's done something in this like technical round. So we'll bring yeah. it back to sort of where you are. I just, like I feel like I kind of want to like go for the driver. Like I'm not an- like I don't I will I don't want to do the same move over and over again. So I will. Yeah, why not? I'm just gonna run up, and I'm gonna, like, try and actually, no, the driver has stopped, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna go over, and I'm gonna try and get something out of him. Okay. So I'm gonna, like, try, I wanna get him to talk, and be like, what are you doing? What's going on? Um, which I think I'm still gonna hex, because my hex will give me that he can answer, he has to yes. answer truthfully, so... We're just we're slinging hexes. That's what we're doing. All right. That, hey, um, that is your character. Sling them hexes. Yeah. I mean, she was kind of or yeah, they were the Pale Queen was kind of modeled after uh Nico from the Runaways. Oh, excellent. So like slinging hexes yeah, yeah, is yeah. kind of like uh that is a seven. Okay. Plus Eight. You, either way it's the same. Okay. Um so I get to ask one question uh that they must answer truthfully yes um and i'm going to say i'm going to ask where are you trying to take luca and i'm like uh, standing inches from this dude's face uh uh and the now clearly robotic voice uh says i shall bring the creature before my queen and you see uh the pale queen just takes a big deep breath and is like i know i only get one question but she's gonna be like where is not commanded to answer Ed oh, I know, it. I know. I'm aware of that. I'm still going to ask it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, who wishes to do something next? Then we have one person still trapped in the car, and three, well, four people out. Uh, the driver is wrapped up in plants. There is a spear-sized hole in the side of the car. Um. Yeah, I feel like Luca is going to try to get out now that, like, okay. trying to beat the window did not work um so i think he would 
uh, try to like, I don't know, like kick, kick the door down from where the hole weakened it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to have you thwart peril. Cool. Uh, go ahead and roll plus per, uh, physical. If I'm remembering that correctly, and I'm pretty sure I am. Which is a zero for me, but I rolled an 11. Ah, excellent. Without, so, uh, having seen that the laser thing didn't work, uh, <laughs> you sort of gather your light, uh, and wrap it around your foot to sort of like give it an extra oomph because you rolled really well. Uh, and those of you outside just see a brilliant flash of light, uh, pour out through that hole. And then the door sort of sails over all of your heads and then lands on the ground in skitters uh, with that door off uh, the glamor over the car also fades. Uh, it is a real sketchy white van that no longer <laughs> has a door on the side. Uh, it looks real bad uh, and not at all uh, like it, but your friend is free. Woo. I fly up into the sky with my pretty little wings. Nice. What next? Um, I would like to glimpse the truth. Okay. Um, so roll plus mental, which I think is a zero for me. It is, so I'm just going to have to hope this goes well. And that is a seven... Plus okay. zero. Seven meets the thing, right? Yeah. Yes. You can ask okay. a question. Um, what is the most useful thing here? So, uh, now that you can see inside the creepy van, it is clearly also on autopilot. If you think if you have a way to sort of convince the driver that somebody is in inside uh it will drive you to swole foods um i communicate that information to people because i'm not 100 percent sure what to do with it <laughs> uh the pale queen looks around and goes i have a really bad idea what if we all just get in the van and go to swole foods I say, you're right, that is a really bad idea. <laughs> but you should absolutely do it. Um, I can use my uh, shimmering wings to pick up, uh, I will say, temper and fly ahead there um, while you all um, follow up in the van. If I roll first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, we're out of we are out of a stressful situation, so I'm not going to make a roll to fly. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Uh, also, given the dinner situation, uh, there's no door on the side of the car, um, so you're not exactly going to be trapped in there. Uh, you do the, the I would say the issue on the table is convincing the driver program that everything is fine and it should continue. Uh, 
So that I would say is the problem on the table. Uh, you don't think you can get trapped inside the car. It's now pretty easy to follow. Uh, it's just, how do you get the driver to actually complete the program? Since <laughs> the driver's currently wrapped up in vines uh, and has been attacked. Hey, Rook, do you know, like, computer stuff? Mechanical engineer, actually. So I'm only mediocre with computers. So that means you can't tell it to take us somewhere else. Not take us somewhere else, but well, to the to the maybe place. take us. Hmm, maybe if we. Hmm, I mean, look, there are these empty buildings here. There are walls no one would be missing. What if we borrow some bricks that may or may not be in a wall at the moment, and we'll weigh the seat down, and we'll think, "Oh, great, we have a passenger," and then we'll just follow the car along. Swole foods, and I can throw my voice to make it think that it's got me. I think if we can, if we can weigh it down, I'm down for trying to weigh it down. Like if it's from a computer standpoint, if like the weight of a person, if we think that might trigger it. Uh, yeah, I I think given the situation. Uh, you can find things to put in the car roughly the human. I will, I will, however, uh, make uh, the ship, the shining sun will actually have to convince, do a convince to make the uh, driver program believe that you are in that car. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we have. Attempted to weigh it down, and now I will try to convince them by rolling. <laughs> plus emotional. Plus my emotional. Um, so we have a seven. Uh, they'll do it, but only if you can reassure them through action or protect them somehow. So I say, um, you know, uh, okay, so like I'm in the van, and uh, so oh no, you've trapped me. Um, if only, like, I could uh, download your program to a hard drive and then put you in, like, a really cool game of The Sims where, like, you can be, like, really happy for, um, I don't know, however long The Sims lasts for. Um, so, like, you know, it would be, like, really cute, really fun. Um, I can, like, make whatever you want in there, build a neat little house. Um you know, if you want to, um, because you've already trapped me. So like, I'm, you know, I'm bargaining mm -hmm. now. Uh, so as you're doing that, uh, the driver looks at you and you see this sort of weird red, uh, glint happen in their eyes. And then your phone starts acting and shaking in your hand. And then you look down and, uh, there's a message on your phone, just brief that says driver program installed. Backing up to cloud, and then he continues into the uh, into the van, and I say, "Oh, work!" Uh, so it, it the van takes off. Uh, as you are looking at your phone, um, you are starting to notice that a bunch of your uh, contacts are being deleted, um, but there's no time to deal with that right now. 
and so the van, which is pretty easy to follow, because <laughs> uh, you know what it's looking for, uh, drives through the seats, goes into the uh, sort of empty warehouse area, and drives straight up to a gate that opens. And above the gate, in giant sort of metal letters, uh, it says Swole Foods. Uh, there's a giant, just ominous warehouse that is painted black and all the windows have been painted black uh, and there's just big green lettering above the main front door that says Swole Foods uh, and the van drives up to that door and it opens up and the van drives inside and you all can easily run inside to this gigantic factory floor uh, where you're just seeing this disgusting looking mound of grayish glop uh, where a scoop goes in and scoops it out and it puts it on a conveyor belt and then it moves around and gets chopped up and formed and put into bars and wrapped up uh, and this is just happening all over this factory as they're just pumping stuff out uh, and as you are sort of watching it you look up onto an upper balcony and you see her Queen Sneer. She is dressed in a long, shimmering, white, almost wedding gown-ish dress. Uh, if a wedding gown was built for combat, uh, it's got like <laughs> a lot of skirts and pleatings and just like a lot of very sharp like jewels that jet out everywhere. Uh, she's wearing a large crown and uh, looks at all of you. Well, well, well. The new recruits are here. I shout, hey, wedding peach, don't you know not to wear white after Labor Day? Your fashion rules are outdated and stupid like your outfit. Ooh. I can't even. Um... <laughs> And I tried to shoot with my laser shot again. Alrighty. Uh, roll a clash. Straight up shoots at her. We got a nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, you shoot uh, and knocks her back a little bit. Uh, however, uh, her dress lights up and shoots the laser right back at you. Uh, and you take a point of damage from that. Uh, and she just cackles and says, Ugh, you're all too weak. I killed off your predecessors. I don't have time to deal with you. Swollen, take care of these fools. And you see the giant gray massive goop shake and form into this giant 15-foot tall humanoid figure uh, that stomps forward. Uh, to take care of you all as you see her open a door and disappear uh, into seemingly another universe because that wasn't reality behind that door that she opened uh, but she definitely walked through it and shut the door behind her uh, so you are faced with the giant swollen cool I Takes mean, out my spear <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, I feel like the Pale Queen's gonna do what the Pale Queen does, <laughs> and they're gonna fling a hex right, right at it. Okay, and hope 
Hope they roll more than a nine this time. Oh. Well, it's a seven. It's a seven. <laughs> wow. We've all been, just, we are all just straight up C students. Um, but I'm just going to straight, I'm just going to damage it. I'm just going to cause a point of damage to it. Uh, so you sling the hex and you expect, like, it always works. And it sort of sinks into the goop and pops out. And, like, you just see your hex fizzle. And you notice that just as a giant glob of uh, Swole Foods bar uh, hurls at you and smacks you in the face uh, for three points of damage. Oh, how does protect someone work in those situations? Whoa, I was gonna, I was gonna say this sounds like a job for Rook's shielding magic to pop uh, in. So you can set those things up going forward. Uh, mm. That happened okay. unexpectedly, and as a That's result fair. of a person rolling poorly. Uh, so you can now decide uh, if you're going to protect, like who you want to protect. You can also say, "I'm going to throw up my shields to give this person." Uh, Protection going forward. Um, so whoever wishes to go next can decide what action they wish to take. So for example, uh, for the shields, since you can make shields uh, out of anything you want at any time, um, you are, uh, when you decide to protect somebody, you get a plus one when you're using your shields. So you have to say like, I'm protecting so-and-so. And then you get a plus one on your roll because you're using your shields. Okay. So, are you? Who do you wish to protect? I, I guess I'm gonna have to go ahead and protect uh, the bone queen. The pale queen. queen. <laughs> I was close. You're in proximity. Close. Bone queen is what they call I... him somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um. So because. Uh, they already took a hit, so we want to make sure that no further damage is uh, done, because... And given... So, there's a couple things we can actually do, uh, because Temper also protects, so you can decide to... So, Temper can decide to assist with this protection, uh, so we can do that, so one of you can make a... We could do that together, and the other person would make the roll, or you could both decide that you're protecting different people, uh, so it depends on how you want to go about that. If your goal is to try to protect the person that was just hit, I would suggest helping. Um, otherwise, if you want to protect two different people, we can do that as well. Well, Temper, um, someone's already hit. Do you want to focus or spread out? Focus on hitting it or... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I am much more of a defensive fighter than anything else. And since I've already been asleep at the wheel, so to speak, I want to make sure no one else gets hurt any more than they have to. So if you want to go ahead and, you know, the best defense is a good offense, I'll just hang back. Stab. <laughs> uh, do you wish to <laughs> then protect temper when temper goes to attack oh if temper is going in then yes all oh, right gosh. so go ahead and make your protect someone uh roll. with an additional plus one yeah go me uh, it's um, plus persona per 
perfect. And I have a zero in Persona, so I get a plus one. But they had a one in Persona. Oh, yeah, I do have a one in Persona because I'm very sure of myself <laughs> as a person who... Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sorry, I am looking at the tab to make sure I'm doing the move correctly. All right, roll a six. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Uh, so you attempt to uh, assist. Uh, you do not. Uh, in any way, you are not being protected in any way. Mostly because as you're running to go protect, uh, another glob of swirl, uh, of a swood bar uh, gets fired out and hits you for three points of damage, uh, slamming you across the floor and up against a a wall where you're sort of stuck for a second uh, as this gray glop goes against you, uh, which does not stop Temper from attacking. So go ahead and make a clash check since you are charging in uh, with your spear. I do still get the plus one from here on out because of before, right? Yes. Yep. Cool. Uh, (laughs) Ten! Uh, all right. Uh, here's the thing. Where's Clash? Oh no, I don't know what I do. You you are positive that should do something. However, your spear goes in and it sort of opens up around it, and you sort of sail through, and it closed. Uh, and you, as a group, start to realize that this monster cannot be defeated singularly you're going to need to figure out how to take it down as a team which is calling a team attack however i don't think you have enough power points yet to call a team attack how you get power points is by helping each other so you're going to need to help each other survive long enough that you'll build up enough to do a power uh, team attack you will need five power points amongst all of you uh, so you'll need to get up to five, uh, six, if you want to have advantage on the team attack roll. Um, but that you realize there is no normal way to defeat the Swollum. Uh, it is a mini boss. Um, quick, I... quick check. How many people have PowerPoints? Uh, um... right, Mallory... And Ari have one each. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't believe it. So needing three more. All right. So I um, will try to use my shimmering wings to fly down and pick up the pale queen to get her out of danger since okay. she's less. Um, so I roll. Oh, God. <laughs> so hold on. Uh, oh, this yeah. is a chance. So. Uh, you so pale queen you see uh yep i was and i was gonna if i can do some sort of supernatural intervention yeah so you uh, can decide that we can do this together so you can roll plus mystical and what does that look like i think what it looks like is as uh um luca what is your i forgot your transform name already the shining sun the shining sun as the shining sun comes down i think uh, the Pale Queen realizes that they're coming in too high to avoid some of the attacks. So there's actually like a swelling of skulls that mound up underneath them. 
okay. and raise them up just enough that when the shining sun comes down, he can grab onto my hands and okay. whisk me away. Uh, so by helping the other person, you give the shining sun a PowerPoint. So mark that down yep. and then go ahead and roll. We can do this together. Plus mystical. Ooh, buddy. We got a uh, eight. Uh, all right. Well, you're competitive. Uh, so uh, Shining Sun gets a plus one on that roll. However, uh, you do feel like you have been uh, shown up. So you will get a minus one onto your next uh, persona roll, should you make one, uh, for being shown up by your friendly rival. Uh, so with that plus one, uh, Shining Sun, how did your flight go? About a six. <laughs> so not well. No, not great. Wait, with with my plus one? With your plus one. Uh, so you uh, come in, you sort of had the trajectory set, and then suddenly uh, the Pale Queen is in a different, pres- in a different position than expected, uh, causing you to sail past <laughs> right into the middle of the uh, Swollum, uh, sticking you there. Uh, as the goop and stuff sort of clasps around your arms and legs uh, and seals you in. And the gross, gloopy voice just laughs uh, since one of you is stuck. Uh, who is Who wishes to do something next? Um, Ari would like to utilize uh, their, or sorry, Bloom, because I'm transformed at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, Bloom would like to utilize their gentle winds of healing okay. on the Pale Queen. All right. Uh, if I remember correctly, I don't think you have to roll for that. I think you just do it. But let me double check. I, I have to... Ah, uh, yes. Roll plus persona. Yeah. So, and I have a plus two on persona. Uh, that's a nine. Um, heal plus persona on one target. Okay, right. cool. Uh, so, uh, the pale queen gets two hit points back. Uh, however, doing that left you open to attack from the swollen. Oh, who no! Fires a giant glob of goop, uh, at Bloom, uh, for two points of damage. How dare. <laughs> the audacity of this of this glorp. Uh, all right. Who wishes to go next? I think everybody took an action that round, so we are open to Well more like the action took yeah, me. Yeah, you're but... <laughs> you you got you got you got slopped. You and me um... both, friend. Who, so you both got something. Who is stuck, though? Uh, Shining stuck. Sun oh, is stuck yeah. in the body of the Swollen. Okay. Um, would getting them out count as trying to protect? Uh, so, <laughs> yes, in a way, you okay. could. Uh, so part of protecting them is... Uh, redirecting the attack 
to yourself. So in essence, mm. uh, you could sort that. of swap yourself in mm -hmm. um, if you wish. From the inside. Uh, or you can um, put the soil of it sort of in a bad position, allowing a person, a plus one to get out. It depends on how you wish, how, how to sort of what you're looking to do. But yes, you can use protect somebody mm. to, to help do that. I'm trying to think of what should be better. Because, I mean, I'm not... uh, I'll go ahead and put my, kind of like swap places because I'm at full health and I'm doing okay for now. Uh, all right. Uh, so it looks like uh, Temper is going, is, is sailing into sort of pop the shining sun out uh, and swap in. Does anybody wish to help with that action? And how do you wish to help? I'm happy to. I just don't want to keep stealing the limelight if other people would like to do something. Well, and I'd also like to help, but I feel like I can't since I'm stuck. You are trying <laughs> yeah. to get you out. You absolutely can. <laughs> oh, I can? Uh, yeah, just what do you think you do to help this situation? Mm. Um... What would I do to help this situation? Um, that is a because you're you're stuck in the swallow right now, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, I think if you, I would say like maybe if you want, if you like were thrashing wildly to try and like loosen yourself. Yeah, like that, that might be, be a, a good. That would be a plus physical action. Uh, sort of yeah. like thrash to get yourself in position. All right. So go ahead. Uh, so. Temper gets a PowerPoint because you're helping out. So go ahead and add another PowerPoint. Uh, then go ahead and roll plus physical. All right. I am thrashing. And I roll a 10. Amazing. All right. Uh, so at a 10 plus, you are cooperative. Uh, you, for being so helpful, get a plus one to your power pool. Uh, Temper gets a plus one to this action. Uh, so go ahead and make your uh, protect somebody roll. And you're adding one plus your persona plus one ongoing from the bigger spear. So I think you're adding quite a bit. I think you're adding four. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that includes my persona. Yeah, because your persona is okay. two and then you're getting two extra. So a roll plus four. Uh, so that'll be an eight. Uh, all right. Uh, that's enough to allow you to swap places. Cool. Uh, so you sail in uh, the wild thrashing. You sort of get in and like use the spear and the thrashing to pop the shining sun out <laughs> who flies up. Uh, but as sort of planned, uh, you are now surrounded by swollen goop uh, that is pulling you in. So you get actually sucked in further uh so people can only really only like you have your spear out and your head is out but like the rest of your body is in inside the swollen um so i think i want to look at uh bloom and say like help me like we need to find a weakness we need to find pressure points we need to find things can we like both collectively kind of take in what's going on around us right now. And uh, Bloom just sort of like nods determined, determinedly 
that is not a word with determination <laughs> with determination it's a word there if we, we say go. it is yeah sure yeah Shakespeare made stuff up all the time we can't do <laughs> all words are made up uh, all right true. so from what i'm hearing uh pale queen wants to make the be vigilant check and bloom is helping I was going for a glimpse of the truth because for my character, that's better. <laughs> uh, but I can do vigilant if that's appropriate. Yeah, it's probably more appropriate because that will allow you to determine the monster's weakness. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, that's good. I'll be vigilant. Uh, all right. So Bloom, with helping you give Pale Queen a PowerPoint automatically because you're helping. Yep. Uh, and then go ahead and roll plus mental okay so that is an eight might do i have a i think i have a zero on mental zero yeah. yes eight uh all right and i believe you two are cooperative uh so you get a plus one to this but if something goes wrong you'll both be in danger um but so go ahead and be vigilant okay. and you get a plus one Well, friends. <laughs> oh, no. It's a funny thing, that vigilance. <laughs> she got a four. A four? Ooh, I'm just going to put four. these dice off to the side and grab <laughs> so, two new ones. Uh, you two uh, start, like, going around the perimeter to sort of figure out uh, what the situation is, which goes poorly. Uh Kind of forgetting that this thing is 15 uh, feet tall and has reach, uh, both of you just feel these two giant meaty goop fists slam down on each of you, uh, and you both take two points of damage uh, as you get sclorped. Um, but you did get that PowerPoint in right. there, so I do think which I do think takes us to five. Yes, if I can math appropriately. Yeah, I'm contributing nothing because I have zero points. Oh, well, you got one from that. Oh, I one. got one. I did get one. Yeah. I did just get one. Um, all right. So, calling a team attack, uh, a person um, uh, somebody needs to call the team attack. You will spend all of your power points uh, and that person will roll plus emotional to see how successful they are. Um, so one who is actually calling out for the team attack, which of you realizes you've come together enough? Uh, I can, I can, right. since I'm just flitting around up there. Um, so I'll go like team, we should attack. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something. Good to say. <laughs> uh, all right. So what does a team attack look like amongst all of you? What are each of you adding into this ultimate team attack? Uh, I've got my spear. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's where it starts. Like Temper starts by throwing the spear. And then we all kind of contribute and add to it. Like I can see, like Rook kind of doing similar. Like maybe it grow, make maybe it gets bigger and more weapony. Ooh, yes, <laughs> more, more weapony. weapony. I, I love yes, the description. I'm Shakespeare tonight. I'm just gonna mm -hmm. throw words out. 
I can. Uh, all right. Well, you're, you're, so I it can... starts with Temper throwing the spear up. Uh, yeah. So that goes up into the air. Who does something next to add to this? I'll go ahead and definitely, like, metalize the whole thing and make it more as uh, uh, the Pale Queen. Yes. yes. But so eloquently make it more we'll weapon-y. Make it weapon-y. Uh, so bits of metal sort of start to manifest in the air and start swirling around this thing making it like this much bigger much more impressive looking s- sphere uh, as as it's spinning up in the air uh, what are the rest of you adding how are you adding to this uh, like binding tendrils burst out of the ground and wrap itself around the weird sphere thing. Okay, so bits, uh, so the random bits of metal that are sort of floating around start to knit together uh, are being tied to the sphere by all sorts of flora, uh, vines and flowers, and all these things are swirling around, sort of tying it together. So it looks, it looks like a natural metal spear if that's the thing it is now uh if poison ivy made a spear yes. this is what it would yeah like. uh how are the shining sun and uh the pale queen adding to this wonder weapon i can focus my light on the tip of it to make it like burning hot okay so the, it starts there's like a big ball of light at the tip that's sort of growing in intensity and heat uh, and I think my big thing, I think I take Fluffy off my shoulder because they've been there the whole time. And I hurl him up at the spear and he grows. Mm-hmm. And he turns into this like very, like, very large chinchilla that is running on the spear using all the bits of metal, just ravenous because it's all skeleton. So it's just mm-hmm. teeth just lunging at like off the spear at the thing as well. Uh, so the giant freaky chinchilla runs its tail wrapped around the spear as it sails in with this burning light in its center. Make that team attack roll plus emotional. We get a 12. The first 12 of the game, (laughs) (laughs) which is a good time to do it. Uh, you see, uh, you see this the you see the light and the spear make the impact first, uh, which causes the swollen to essentially explode. Uh, temper violently freed from <laughs> the the body of this beast. Uh, you do one of those hero flips in the air and then land gracefully and skid to a halt like the black um, widow landing yeah <laughs> uh, as you are all watching as you're all watching these bits of gray goop that would normally be hitting the ground except there's a ravenous skeleton chinchilla that is literally eating it out of the air and it should be going through the body because it's a skeleton but it's not. It's like it's going into some weird other pocket dimension where this creature that you don't want to think too much about <laughs> stores its food. Uh, and uh, after like a couple of sort of really cool and then really disturbing moments of eating, 
uh, the swallow is gone, and there's just a hush over the um, over the warehouse, and then you hear this loud, like hiss come from campus and you like run out the front door and you see all these bits of weird gray goop sort of fly up into the air twirl around and then with a big pop disappear yay (laughs) that's a sight for sure oh it's dead It's gone? Which feels equally as good? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we still got to deal with Queen Sneer at some point, but like (sighs) we took care of her thing? Evil goop minion. Of all the things to make a Uh minion out of. I mean, convenient and solid, so... Solid. Smart move on solid. Her, but... You feel like I'm solid. <laughs> we were both stuck in that thing for like ten minutes each. Uh, I had firsthand experience. Important clarifying question: Is Temper still covered in goo from the thing, or did all the goo evaporate? All off the of goo's her? gone. Okay. Oh, all okay. the goo is gone. Yay! I hope it's still cute. <laughs> oh, one thousand percent. I feel like this is time for a group high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works. Ari rolls their eyes. Go to the high five. Like everybody else freeze frames, and Ari's yes. just like, uh, and walks uh-huh. <laughs> uh, So you all, uh, as friends, start heading back to campus as the camera pulls away. Uh, out of the universe uh, into a different universe where Queen Sneer is looking at a crystal ball. She slams uh, her hand down on the table uh, and then looks over and starts to laugh as she picks up a phone and starts going, now the real games begin. And then we fade to black. Oh my goodness, this was so good. Oh, <laughs> Thank you so much. You had oh a phone? This was so cool. Yeah. She had a phone the whole time. Of course she had a phone. I've had how else are you gonna set up a business? I've had this <laughs> I've had this game ever since I got it in an itch bundle, so I'm excited let's say to finally play it and Yeah. Yeah. I had a really Yeah, good this time. was perfect for my first one. I have loved like magical girls and stuff since I was like like eight, nine. Um, <laughs> since you were, since you were a joy to have. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so excited for you because my very first uh, tabletop game I ever played was a magical girl one. I've oh, never cool. played tabletop game before. This was like two years ago. Oh, nice. I don't remember yeah. what it was, but was yeah, like, this, was oh, this is your first one. That's awesome. That's the best <laughs> one to start with. <laughs> well, thank you for for. I'm thrilled that my my game is the first one you played. That makes me very happy. It's just delightful. I want to run this now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, and the way way we always wrap things up here is I ask the exciting question of if you would like to be found on the internet, where can people find you? Um, And we'll just go down the line. We'll start with Greg and then just feel free to jump in after people are done. So Greg, if you'd like to be found, and I will put things in show notes, people can buy this wonderful game if they don't already own it. 
Um, but where it's can people been find so many bundles? Check your bundles. <laughs> like I give <laughs> no, this game away Greg, a lot. No, don't tell them to check the bundle. <laughs> Just go buy the game. You can also give me money, but also check your bundles because I have put this thing. In so, like people are like, I didn't know I had that. I'm like, yeah, it's it's in a lot of things. Uh, so you can find uh, all of my games are on Leatherman.games. Uh, Glitter Hearts is there, and Mystery Business will be there soon. Uh, you can find me the. You can find me on Instagram. It's probably the best place to find me because everything else is kind of hot garbage. Uh, Lysander03. Uh, there are other places to find me, but, like, don't. <laughs> like, go there, and I, I look at my direct messages. It's, like, the only one that is somewhat worth using at this point in time. Um, yeah, so Glitter Hearts is on sale. Uh, hard physical copies. I don't control physical copies. Uh, they are through Japanime Games. Uh, so if you go to their website... Uh, you can purchase directly from them if you wish to have a physical copy. Also, they have distribution. So it's You can sometimes find it on Amazon, but a lot of local game stores also have it. Uh, so if you have a local one, go and see if they have it there because it's great to support them and support those of us who make smaller uh, run games like Glitter Hearts. Is, can I just ask really quick, is Mystery Business like a sort of Scooby-Doo-esque it one. is. Yeah, uh, Mystery nice. Business is my Scooby Doo esque game. I before uh, Magical Girls, I was obsessed with Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, it is also a game that has no combat in it, so it is a no combat okay. mystery solving game. Oh, it, uh, like it is. It is done. I just have to fulfill everybody's kickstarters before I can put it out into the world. Uh, so yep. once everybody in the kickstarters has their stuff, then it will be on my website and available uh, for purchase. And, and Matt, where where can people find you on the internet? Sure. Um, you can find me and my animated work at uh, Tiny Siren Tunes, T-I-N-Y-S-I-R-E-N-T-O-O-N-S uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm also on Blue Sky at tinysiren.com, which is also my website. Um, so uh, yeah, you can find all of my uh, cartoony work there. I'm in the middle of a humongous project, so I post like sneak peeks every now and then like little snippets and stuff um so yeah you can follow me there uh calamity where can people find you on the internet you can find me as hey calamity with three y's on all the things except twitch which is four y's that's a long story i'll be listening <laughs> in six months um <laughs> twitch do is twitch do Twitch do is twitch do but you can find me on pretty much everything uh though i'm most consistent on threads uh, Instagram and Twitter for now, but I'm trying to be as don't yeah. yeah, 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 not great. Yeah. Um, not great. but yeah, and you can also find uh, work I do over on Telltale Hearts, um, which is uh, Telltale Hearts on Twitter, and then on Instagram there's a dash at the end. Uh, but it's a production group that supports uh and celebrates um diversity in the tabletop space. So. Dakota, where can people find you? <laughs> You can find me at Vision in Lilac on most major social media platforms, um, as well as on Twitch, where I stream um, haphazardly. Amazing. And Future, where can people find you on the internet if you'd like to be found? Do not perceive me. amazing right i mean the internet like every time someone's like i'm not i don't want to be found on the internet i'm like no i don't blame you the internet yeah, is the internet a literal is dumpster is fire a wild place yeah awful. if 
Exactly. If I didn't need it for like promotion stuff, I'd probably be a lot less active there. One thousand yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah, uh, it, it, I am only on a lot of them because of my actual play podcast, Fear Random Encounters, and I have to do the social media for that, so I have to maintain a presence. Yep. Otherwise, I'd have been out a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as always, if you're listening to this and you don't follow us on socials already, you can find us at the Queer XP on Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, Facebook. Um, I am probably most active on Twitter and a bit of Instagram. Those are my two where the most um, Facebook exists. It's there. Um, I just always forget about it. So if you follow us there and I don't post updates, I'm sorry. Um, so a couple of things coming down the line because I am a planner and so I know everything that's happening until March at this point. Um, the next episode you'll have after this is going to be a chat about the Marvel MCU. Um, well, in a state of Marvel, the state of Marvel, as it were, because um, we're going to talk TV shows, movies, what ifs, all of that. We have a great crew lined up for that chat. Um, that Thursday, Thursday of that, the following week, you will also get another Legacy Life Among the Ruins, um, which Dakota is part of that. So it's the new update in that adventure. Um, and then rounding out January, we're doing a game called Mitchum Fluffy Adventures, mm. which is uh, written. The description was that it is a love letter to the 90s cartoons. It is meant to be cozy, focused on just emotions and niceness and fun. Um, I have not played it yet, but I am very excited to run it. And we have a delightful cast that we're going to have for that game. Um, so that is what's on our horizon. Um, but once again, thank you everybody for joining. I appreciate having you all here. Greg, thank you again for coming and running your game. Even thank after you. the time you were like, hey, if you ever wanted to play Glitter Hearts. And I was like, oh, I own it if you ever want to join us. And you're like, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote the game, I, Eric. And I was like, I oh. wrote it. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, you did. I did. I did write this game. I, that is that is my thing. <laughs> that, that's not the first time that I've done that to somebody. I'm like, oh my god, I would totally play this game. Do you want to come play this game? And they're like, I am the developer, so I do know a bit about it. Yeah, I was like, I could. I should read people's bios before I respond to things. <laughs> At least it's not the opposite where you're like, God, I hate this game, and they're like, Great, thanks. Great, thanks. Oh, um, but thank again, thank you everybody. I appreciate you all so much for coming, giving up some time to be with us on this pod. Um, so as always, thank you so much, everyone. Have a good week and we will see you next time. Mm -hmm.